It is the middle of summer in the year 1091 of the Fourth Age. Heltrone has secured passage to Lathansis for him and yourself. Ziv, a merchant ship, heads out of the city of Bellatul on Mithron's northern coast. An issue, however, is that the elves of Lathansis do not allow visitors past the borders of their coastline. And according to Remora's intel, Nirani will be found in the southern Adeline Forest. You find yourself sitting outside at the table of an inn in Bellatul, near the docks, watching shipmates load the boat that is giving you passage. Because outsiders of Lathansis are not allowed within the borders, Heltrone looks to you and says, All right, Ziv, how do we do this? This will be the first time to Lathansis for me. How will we get into the Adeline Forest to search for this Nirani? Well, I feel like there's like two ways we can go about this. One, we can create the coolest disguise. I think this would work because nobody's going to be expecting a disguise. You're going to have to shave, though, because you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. Shave? Disguise? Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that, Ziv. I mean, what about our ears and... Well, ears are easy to fake. I used to go to uh, Gamora and people used to do that all the time. It's kind of offensive, honestly. But, you know, it's it's pretty popular in some places to do it for, like, plays and stuff. So, w- right now, I-, I think we could probably access some pretty easy-to-get disguises. And it's just to, like, kind of get past the crowd. It's not like you have to go up and start talking to people about, like, elf culture. Okay, I mean... I've never done something like this before. Usually I just r- run in and start fighting if it's a conflict, but you, you don't think just, you know, maybe sneaking through the city will work with cloaks on? No, they're going to be looking for that. If you just walk in plain sight, you got a good-looking disguise, nobody's going to question it. Just don't do anything to draw attention to... Oh, I'm going to draw attention to us, I bet. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> just have your hood up with the disguise. That'll be okay. I'll draw the attention because everyone's going to be like, this guy's looking like a weird elf. And you'll be all right. Okay, well, let's head over. Let's Maybe we can do some shopping in here, here in Bella Tool before we get on boat. Find find some disguises. Yeah, let's find, uh, if we find like a theater or something, they'll definitely have stuff. My dad was a huge fan of theater. A theater? I'm not sure if there's a theater here in Bella Tool, but we'll, we can look. Let's ask around. There's always improv people. You'll find them. So the two of you walk uh, away from the inn, and you kind of do some investigating throughout the city of Bellatool. But you walk through the city, and you find a couple shops that sell clothes and makeup and stuff like that. But because you're looking for a theater, knowing that they might have some sort of costumes, you actually do find a small little theater named the Monolith Concert Hall. And even though it's called a concert hall, it's actually not as large as you would think. It's a pretty run-down wooden building. And as you walk inside the front door, for the listener's sake, it's very Shakespearean. It's circular and has like an open ceiling um, from for daylight to come in. And it seems that the plays happen in the center of this entire circular area instead of one directional viewpoint. And you do see someone kind of walking along the the stage area below, kind of cleaning up debris from probably a show last night where somebody threw a cup down or a tomato hit a wall somewhere. Typical theater things. And that's the only person you see in here. Well, I I think they're part of the cleaning staff, but if anything, they'll know where to point us. There's a lot of tomatoes on these walls. I don't think people really like this theater. 
Yeah, I I don't usually go to theaters. I, I don't know too much about what goes on in them. The tomatoes seem kind of odd. Well, it's uh, usually when they're not happy, they'll uh, throw a tomato uh, and try to hit the actor. Oh, well, that sounds rude. Oh, it's super rude. It's really hard to be in theater. My dad wanted to do it for a bit, and uh, he still likes going, but yeah, he said uh, it was too much. So he just was a doctor instead. Took the easier route. Well, let's see if they have some disguises for us. Do, do we just call them disguises? Um, no, I'd say costume. Let's go costume. With costume. Okay, costume. Let's all wander down. So you walk down to the guy that seems to be kind of doing some cleaning up, and he looks to you and says, Oh, we're we're not open right now. We're we're cleaning up from last night. Uh, actually, I was wondering, um, do you know who'd be in charge of costumes and such around here? We're actually looking to get one, preferably an elf costume. Oh, Tabitha. Tabitha's our costume designer. Uh, she can. She's actually down below. Uh, let me show you. Maybe she might have some stuff she can get rid of. Perfect. So he leads you down to like the to the stage entrance and it kind of goes down a little bit kind of but not like a huge decline or anything it, it apparently goes underneath the first row of seating that is a little elevated mm. and basically this whole circular area is the area for the actors that come out and they there's tables and chairs and desk and candle lights all over the place where it does appear that they do get into costume and put on makeup and such. And you see a, uh, a halfling woman sewing up a garment. Looks like there may have been like a, t- like a tear in the skirt of the dress. And she looks over and says, oh, hello. Hi, you must be Tabitha. I'm Ziv. I am Tabitha. Yes, Ziv. How can I help you today? We aren't open yet. Do you need tickets? Um, possibly, actually. What do you have planned to... No, wait, uh, um, sorry. Uh, we're looking for an elven costume, actually. We have an engagement to go to, and my friend here, who is of human lineage, is, uh, looking to pass off as an elf. Yeah, I... an engagement. Um, we're going to a ball. Yep, elves only, but, uh... He really needs to go. You know, it's a love thing. All right. Well, let me see what I can find here. Uh, we do have some ears. Now, I don't have a whole lot of ears to work with, so I might need you to... I might need to sell them to you, but I do have some scraps of, like, elven garb that I actually don't use anymore. Y'all could just have those. We could definitely pay. We don't mind. Okay. Well, um... Let's say 10 gold for the whole costume. I'll just kind of glance at Heltron. <laughs> like, I don't have any money. Oh, yes. Uh, 10 gold. Uh, he reaches for a pouch. And then you like, you kind of look and see what he's got on him. This dude is loaded. <laughs> My eyes go a little wide. <laughs> like down the pouch. Uh, and he just kind of reaches in and pulls out a single platinum piece and hands it to Tabitha. And she goes... Ah, t- platinum. I haven't seen a platinum piece in quite some time. Um, yeah, we'll take that. And uh, here is your costume. Oh, uh, good, one other good. thing we're gonna need. Um, since he needs to shave, do you have any makeup that would look make it kind of look like he doesn't grow any facial hair? Ah, oh, yeah, I can do that. Uh, let's see. And she kind of 
fumbles around inside of a vanity and pulls out a little makeup kit and hands it to you. And you could just take that. Good luck with your love, honey. You got this, bud. And I just pat him on the side. Uh, yeah, my my love. Um, <laughs> thanks. And Heltrun just is not handling this very well. He's so used to like straightforward, like military style engage like missions, and then you're sit- you're sending him into a theater to, <laughs> to dress and up I'm, as an elf. <laughs> and this is just great for me because I'm not in a, a threatening situation, and I can just relax. <laughs> like for once, it's not the end of the world. We're just buying some makeup. <laughs> So, uh, y'all head out of the theater and head back to the docks of Bellatool, and you get on the boat. Last time on Four Orbs. Five of you walk single file away from the governor's mansion along a narrow jungle path. Your destination is an oasis within the inland desert on Summer Isle. And as you break out of the jungle path onto the beach, you see plumes of smoke on the horizon. One large one and one small one on the far side of Port Greasel. Oh no, what have we done? I fear we may have started something very serious. Yeah, that definitely looked pretty bad. I'm just crying in the corner. Well, I guess uh, all we should do is get to where we're going as fast as possible. Yeah, that's probably the best bet to save what little of Port Greasel we can. Yeah, the most helpful thing we can do at this point is to finish what we've started here. I agree. Let's get to wave break. You find large, loose, towering sand dunes. You cannot see far on the horizon at all. It will be difficult to find this oasis. So we will start a skill challenge for you to make your way through this desert. Fun. I am going to use uh, animal handling, and here's how. I am going to take Pivak into my into my hand and be like, I need you to fly up there and tell us where this oasis is. And then Us- just- Using uh, Speak With Small Beast? Yes. Okay. And that's going to be a 16. You succeed. Uh, so he flies out of your hand and guides the way. He sees it from above, and this is the final success, so it's a perfect timing. Nice. And he guides y'all like the North Star and nice. head to the oasis. A large oasis sits in the valley of surrounding sand dunes. Various tropical fruits fill the trees with lush colors. And as you take a break in the shade for a moment, the sun finally dips below the horizon of the sand dunes. It is now dusk. Ooh. I shiver. Well, it's brisk, but it's refreshing after that walk in the desert. I'm freezing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, I guess I can try and wait out there a little bit and see if I can find it. Yes, you should do that. I'll start taking my boots off. All right. So you take your boots off and approach the shore? Yeah. As you approach the oasis's pond, you were expecting clear water, but in the dampened light of dusk, it almost seems murky, and you see ripples on the still water and then several columns of metal erupt from the water's surface. Mm. And then the head surfaces the water and reveals a smooth, slanted metal surface. 
It's an octopus location surveillance unit. OLS for short. Give me initiatives. All right, so the damage is 30. 30 damage. All right. And then I'm going to dash out the way. Uh, you release one arrow that hit, right? Yes, the uh, first one did not hit, the second one did. Right between the eyes, and it pierces strong through the metal, and it rears back, and it pushes back with its tentacles back into the water, and then just sits in the shallow water, sh- like on the shoreline, and doesn't move. You have killed the OLS. All right. Nice. All right, so y'all swim out collectively to the hatch. I'm going to go and stand, like, right on top of the hatch. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to wait for everyone to get around me. Now hold hands. You're going to grab Felomir's hand. <laughs> no, yeah, specify hand hand you're holding. <laughs> That's important. Home is where the heart is. Home is where I am. Home is where my friends are. Are you guys going inside? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please do that We're going fast. in now, yeah. <laughs> so y'all start climbing inside and start climbing down the ladder. Doroth, you're the last one out. Close it under me and like you put your head up against me. the hatch and then you close and you hear the water rush over you Five of you have just entered Wavebreak, the 98th prison on the Ron. You are currently on a ladder going down into this subaquatic prison hold. After closing the hatch above, the water you had pushed to the side rushed over the closed opening, leaving you what you believe trapped. I know Doroth was the last one to enter, but what is the marching order going down into the ladder chute? This will also be your default marching order until you otherwise state it. Last. I would imagine I am right in front of Doroth just because of me casting Spider Climb. Okay. Um, I mean, I would assume either Keth or I would take the front. I don't really care who. But, uh, um, I'll take the front. You got the you got the bow. Yeah, you got the tankness yeah. about you. So does that mean Finch will be second? I'll be second. All right. All right, so climbing down the ladder, it is very dark. There is no daylight with no magical lighting in the area. I know this is not an issue at all for Felomir, and it is a mild issue for Keth and Doroth, but Astra and Finch, it's pitch black for you. I'm going to put one of my hands into my mini mining mitt. So every time I reach down for another rung, I can kind of like see it, grab it, and then it'll turn off again as I grasp. But that's how I'll move down. Okay. So that means, Astra, you will see like strobes of light every once in a while. I won't say that that probably fixes your problem completely. That probably makes it worse. Like that's <laughs> really creepy looking. Um, I mean, I think I have a spell we're worried about seeing. I hope somebody does. I have. I don't. I mean, I got a torch if it's that big a deal. Although, that probably wouldn't work for whoever's above me. It's probably <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> it's also probably very wet. Oh, yeah. I guess I could breathe underwater, but the torch couldn't. Anyone got the cantrip light? Yes. <laughs> nope. Yes, I do. <laughs> Someone has to tell me they need it. I don't have it prepared, but I have daylight and I have the option of light, but it's not prepared. 
Y'all want to take that in game? I'm waiting for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, I've had Devil's Sight for so long, I can't tell the difference between light and not. It's up I to mean, Astro and Finch to bring it up. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm someone working over would have here. to say, I can't see I, right yeah, now. I don't know that there's too much of an issue either. I, I guess I can go. It's a little dark. Good thing I got this light. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of helpful, but not really. Does anybody have a spell? Oh, for like light? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but of course. And I'm going to cast light on my feet <laughs> or on one of my feet, just like. Like a shoe? Like, hold on to the ladder and then just like slap the bottom of my foot. <laughs> <laughs> so like a shoe? Yeah, the, the bottom of my shoe. Okay, just making sure. You said feet. I just want to make sure well, we weren't going for. Well, my shoes are on my feet. <laughs> just making sure we weren't going for the anatomy of foot. No. <laughs> that wouldn't help nothing. Yeah. The light would be extinguished in the shoe. <laughs> All right, so Dorth brings up the cantrip light, and now everyone can see just fine in the 20-foot area? 30. 30-foot 30 area. I think, yeah. That's... I think it's light for 30, and then, like, I guess we should probably look up the exact rolls. Yeah, we're about to get into the specifics of, you know, a delve. A delve. Light is 20 feet bright light and then 20 feet dim light. For a, so it's 40 feet total. Okay. Uh, now that everybody can see just fine. You all climb down the ladder for 60 feet total before the ladder ends on a patch metal floor. You're in the center of a 30-foot-wide circular room. The walls and the ceiling are also made of patched metal. The ladder was attached to a 5-foot-wide wall centered in the room. As you look around the room, there are four doors on the north, south, east, and west points. For the sake of clarity, for the listeners, viewers, and all of you, we're assuming that the design from the governor's mansion is still accurate. As we move through, we will call each door by the numbered sublevel and the lettered door. On the dry erase board, I got a little thing for you over here. But for the listeners, north will be A, east will be B, south will be C, and west will be D. So on this floor, you have doors 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, etc., etc. Move down to the second floor, it will be 2A, 2B, 2C, 2D, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And there were four levels, right? Yes. Okay. As we... um. Uh, get off the ladder and we're on the the surface i guess i'm gonna take the light and put it on the tip of my hat <laughs> i'm a light up man oh, wait wait i took i took i meant, i took that as like you're to take your shoe off <laughs> why <laughs> can't you just follow me i'm with you on, on you're always these trying to make now. it the dumbest I'm, shit i'm just i'm just off tonight i guess no <laughs> he's definitely like the evil genie in you right now yeah <laughs> but is, are you sure that's what you want <laughs> no i'm gonna dispel the light that is on the bottom of my shoe and then cast another cantrip, which I can do because it's a cantrip on the tip of my head. Yes. Which is, there's a hat on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and I have one question. How tall, like how high is the ceiling? In 10 here? feet. Okay. Well, which way should we go first? I mean, I guess... 1A sounds like the beginning. It seems like a good place to start, right? <laughs> All right, so first Is off, it labeled like there's that? No, no. There, there's no letters on the doors. Oh. That's I, just th for the convenience of the listeners and us as So we're players. just looking at blank panel doors. Yes. 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 Uh, but for the, for the record, the area smells very stagnant. Like it hasn't been touched for a long time. 
As you investigate the room further, you notice that on the other side of the centered wall where you climb down from, there's another ladder on the wall, but goes up to a closed ceiling and down to a closed hatch. Okay. Uh, is the hatch at floor level? It with is. Us? Yes. It's on the floor, so it's you can stand on it. Okay. Uh, I want to try to open it. All right. So on the hatch, there is a like lever-styled handle. It's not like a knob, but you know, a little 90-degree turn angle. And when you try to move it, it doesn't budge at all. It doesn't jiggle. It doesn't budge. Nothing. Oh, it seems like this hatch leading down is a little stuck. Let me try that. Okay. And I'll go over and give it a big, big tug. You know what? Give me a strength check. Nine. You do not succeed. The door lever does not move. Oh, I, I think it's broke. I'm going to try. <laughs> it's one of those male-only doors. <laughs> you got- but yeah, um, that's going to be a 19. 19 is still a fell. It doesn't jiggle at all. Well, what about that one uh, above it? It, it go- could have sworn <laughs> there was a fucking one on top and one below. No, no. It, the ladder goes up to the ceiling and it just dead ends. Yeah. God, I could have sworn you said there was a hatch up there. So there's no hatch, no hinges, right, no handle. Me and Dave are both off our game tonight. <laughs> um, I, I also would like to cast Detect Magic. Really. All right. You cast Detect Magic, and yes, the hatch is magical. What school of magic is it? Uh, what's knock? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not the answer. Just like it's the type of magical yeah. whatever knock I is. I swear, that was one of the spells I was looking at. When we leveled up, I was like, well, we might need Knock. Knock's a cool spell. Yeah. Knock is a transmutation spell. All right. So then it is a transmutation school of magic hatch. Okay. Well, it seems to be magically locked. Huh. Do you do you think I could open it with Mage Hand? I don't think so. Seems to be a little more powerful than that. I cast Mage Hand. <laughs> Going back to that school of planner learning trick. Yeah, yep. dude. Uh, you cast Mage Hand. I'm going to knock on the hatch. Like, just knock on it? Yes. All right, you knock on the on the hatch and nothing happens. I'm going to go to opening it. Okay, so you send the Mage Hand to try and pull the lever and it doesn't budge at all. Well, I'm going to walk over to one of the doors. All right, which one? You want to go to 1A, 1B, 1C, or 1D? I will go with 1A. All right. But I won't call it that in game. Of course. <laughs> so you're going to go to the north door. Yeah. The door to the room has a latch handle on the right side. Hinges are visible on the left side of the door. The latch handle in clock terms is at 9 o'clock. A keyhole is above the handle. I'm going to jiggle that handle. All right, so you jiggle the handle and it does open. Oh, well, that was easy. You uh, move it down to the 6 o'clock. And you can open the door if you wish. I wish. All right. As you open the door and you look inside, there are four cells on the both left and right sides of this 40-foot long, 5-foot wide hallway. I'm sorry. Yeah, 5-foot wide hallway. Like mentioned on the blueprints of Wavebreak, there appears to be no door of any kind on each cell. Um, a couple of things I've noticed since we've been down here. Number one, it smells like absolute (laughs) poo-poo in this room. Number two... I applaud you guys' bravery in just opening these doors, given our luck with doors in the past. Well, we're in a room, and it's a ladder that goes back up to the water where we open a door, Dorothy. Well, no one's going to check for a trap or any sort of danger. You're just going to walk through a door? Okay. Well, you guys have walked through it. Well, did you walk through it? I mean, I opened it. (laughs) (laughs) You opened the shit out of it. Uh, Also, He wished. Also, when you opened the door to this room, 
The stagnant air fills your senses from that room, but it's not just as an aroma. This stagnant air seems to kind of shift the pressure of the area, like the available oxygen might be going down as it spreads out across the room. Hmm. <laughs> well, are there lights down in this room? Like now that I've opened the door, is it pitch dark in there other than the uh, well, light we have? The light shines in and kind of glints okay. around metal walls that are kind of damp. Well, I'll also, I'll mini mining mid it too to see what, if I can catch anything else. Nothing really pops mm-hmm. off by doing that. But it's just a dead end with four cells? Yeah, it's a dead end with four cells on the both left and right, so eight cells right. total. Well, I'm going to walk in, kind of look at them. All right. Uh, real quick, did I detect any other magic when I casted it to inspect the hatch? No. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we should look around. All right. Well, Finch is walking in. Is anyone following him? Yeah, uh, I will follow. I'm follow. I'm going absolute last. Okay. So Sure. All right. Uh, we're just going to stick to the same marching order, uh, except Finch is at the beginning, and then it'll be that, I guess. Uh, so you walk down the hallway, and you look amongst the cells, and they're all furnished kind of like what prisoners would have. A bed, a sink, or not really a sink, but a... Toilet? Not a, a, a pail. There's no plumbing, yeah. so... Oh. Um, <laughs> Gross. Piss pail. Yeah, piss pail what, what do you call it? Like one of those like trenches... I just, uh, a trough. A, yeah, a trough. A trough. Just a, a wide, trough. pale. <laughs> but basically the amenities that a medieval prison would have in a cell. So now that I'm looking in one, can I see where a door or a hatch might be to get someone into one of these rooms? They're not closed off. Oh. Yeah, there's no doors in this room at all. It's just like inlets, Do- right? Yeah. Okay, so the door we opened was the door that kept the prisoners inside this block, and they just have... Three room. Yeah, three walled rooms. Yeah, and when we looked at the okay. blueprints, too, that's how it was. Like, the, the cells weren't individual cells. They were just four cell blocks with, like, living quarters in them. Gotcha. Left okay. to live in danger. Yeah. Well, well, this looks comfy. That's sarcasm. It looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, it definitely uh, doesn't seem like a nice place to be. Well, I don't see anything in here. Uh, I would like to investigate. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Uh, just the cell block in general. All right. Kind of going from little inlet to inlet. Sure. Can I help him so he gets advantage? Yep. So now you have advantage, Felomir. 17. As you look around the room, the cell block, uh, and you go from cell to cell kind of checking things out, you don't find anything out of the ordinary. And while they're investigating, like taking a deeper dive, Dorth is just standing there with his arms firmly crossed, just kind of very uncomfortable. And firmly crossed in, like, anger or firmly crossed in, like... In uncomfortableness. Okay. Like, like it's I, cold outside? Yeah, kind of like I'm trying to make myself as small as possible. Okay. Um, and also while I'm investigating, I want to cast Detect Magic in this little cell block, too, just to see. Okay, so you cast Detect Magic and walk around the area, kind of scanning uh, for magical things anything uh you do not find anything well i don't i don't really see anything in here nothing magical nothing in any of the the cells well that that's great maybe we should move on you know quickly okay yeah all right so you have uh checked out 1a where would you like to go next um 1b yes all right we'll go clockwise okay uh as you go to 1b uh, the door to the room has a latch handle on the right side. Hinges are visible on the left side of the door. The latch handle in clock terms is at 9 o'clock, and there is a keyhole above the handle. I'm going to open it. All right. So you open up the door. 
And uh, as you open up this door, you can feel that stagnant air spread out more. It has also started to feel a little hotter, like being under a like raft in a pool and you've like closed off all the air from getting in. It's that. And in this cell block, there are four cells on both the left and right sides of this 40 foot long, five foot wide hallway. Like mentioned on the blueprints of Wave Break, there appeared to be no door of any kind to each cell. Walk in and take a look around. All right, so you walk in and start taking a look around. Nothing seems out of the ordinary, unless you want to take some skill checks, maybe? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, investigate. All right, so Keth starts to investigate. You know what? I'll follow him in and help him out. Okay, so Keth, get advantage. 17. 17. As you're looking around in one of the cells, you do find something kind of poking out beneath a damp, flattened pillow, and it's a pendant. Revealing it, you see a kite-shaped object with a large topaz embedded in the silver plating. The topaz is shaped like the object as well. On the back, an arcane rune is etched into the silver plating. Ooh, Felomir, look what I found. And I'll run over to Felomir. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, what does this say? And I'll show him the arcane mark on the back of it. Uh, I'll try to see what it is. All right, so give me an arcane check. 14. It is a rune of weapon bonding. Soul binding this to a weapon gives it a magical property and allows the user to summon the weapon as if the Eldritch Knight's weapon bond. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Oh, well, this is interesting. I don't know what it's doing here, but it seems to bind a weapon to someone if you soul bind to it. Huh. That way you can summon the weapon. Interesting. Yeah. And I'll just keep looking at it. Well, what is it doing here? There's no telling. Hmm. Someone must have left it. Uh, is there anything else magical in this cell block? Uh, you cast Detect Magic and walk around, and no, you don't find anything magical. Well, I think that's all that's in here. Guys, we're here looking for a, a person, correct? I believe so, yes. Don't, don't you think that if we just appeared, they would say, hey, you found me, oh God? Like, why are we... Well, right now we're trying to figure out a way to get down to the lower level. Oh, yes, I know, but what makes us all think the answer will be in one of these empty cell blocks. Well, we don't really have anywhere else to look. Fine. And I'll make my way to door 1C. All right. So you walk over to door 1C. Have we been closing the other doors behind us? Nope. No. I would like to close the door. <laughs> All right. So you close the doors. By the way, Dorth has been standing in the same spot, just <laughs> watching y'all <laughs> this whole time. Um, so as you go over to door 1C... The door to this room has a latch handle on the right side. Hinges are visible on the on the left side of the door. The latch handle is at six o'clock. A keyhole is above the handle. Oh, this one's a little different. And the previous doors, we moved it from nine to six, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of like see if I can just push the door open. Okay. Uh, when you open the door, a potent stench erupts from the room. This horrid aroma lingers long enough for you to possibly feel nauseous. Everyone give me constitution saves. Mm. 14. 12. 5. 14. 8. All right. Doroth and Finch, you are now vomiting. Ah, who farted? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> While you are dealing with this stench, the two of you, you are considered poisoned. Oh, God. Mm. Uh, the poisoned mechanic means that you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. All right. 
And after the door opens, you all lose your breath momentarily. The air is getting thinner and the aerial warmer. Give me a constitution saving throw again. Jesus. Oh my God. Oh. Disadvantage or under saving throws? Ooh, it would be disadvantage oh for the two God. of you. 24. 18. Uh, three. I rolled two threes. 21. 13. All right, Doroth, you're the only one that fails. Um, and what that means is now you lose your highest hit die, one of your highest hit die, or take a level of exhaustion. Wait, what do you mean by I lose my highest hit So hit die? you should have like eight hit die right now. Yeah. So you'll do a tally mark for one of those. You lose wow. it. Well, I'm going to do that because exhaustion is a bitch. Exhaustion like, is a bitch. No, we're not doing exhaustion. <laughs> oh, guys, close that door. Close that door. Uh, hold on. We got to see what's close inside. Close the door. It, this is bad. Just hold, just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go, go to the I'm not, side to do I'm that. I'm not feeling too well either. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Y'all gonna make me throw up. <laughs> yeah, I get really nauseous. Who who's worse off, Matt or Doris? Uh, I would say Doris. Yeah. I'm gonna try my best to like put my head in my pouch, but I can't oh, like no. do it. I would have to remove two of my ribs to do Barf it. Bag. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cast. Um, I'm gonna gonna touch Doris and cast Lesser Restoration. All right. Nice. Um, What's you touch do? a creature and can end either one disease or one condition affecting it. So, am I not poisoned anymore? So yeah, you're not, poisoned you're not poisoned anymore. anymore. Nice. Um, it still smells awful. Oh, but hell you're, yeah. you're handling it better now. I'm going to go push, push past Felomir into this room. I imagine you, like, taking a real deep breath first, like, <sighs> and then just walking in, like, holding your breath. Kath, you rush into the room holding your breath, I'm assuming. Yeah. And uh, is anyone following him? I'll go, as soon as he pushes past me, I'll be like, oh, oh and go right after him. Is anyone following Felomir? I'd like to get a view through the door, but I'm still feeling sick, so I'm going to stay out of that room for now. Okay. I am standing in the same spot I've yeah. been standing in the whole time. Are you going into the room, Astra? I'll peek my head. So and... you're like watching from a distance. Yeah. Okay. So Keth and Felomir, as you walk through the cell block, give me perception checks. 12, 20. Lurking out of the cell blocks on both the left and the right side, you see bulbous, bloated humanoids step out into the hallway. These three rotting zombies get surprise attacks on you, Keth, but they don't get surprise on you, Felmir, though one is attacking. Mm. Keth, look out. <laughs> uh, Keth, that's gonna be an 18. Nope. And then a critical. Yep. And then Felomir, a nine. Miss. A zombie grabs hold of you, Keth, and bites your shoulder for five bludgeoning damage. Oh, we got to kill him. He's going to turn. Over. Leave him behind. <laughs> 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 he cut his arm off. And Felomir, it missed you, right? Correct. All right. After that, we're going to do initiatives. All right, so first up is Keth. The fucking thing bit me. And uh, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll attack uh, Rage as I say that, and I'll attack him uh, recklessly. The one that bit me. Okay. Uh, that first one is going to be at 21. 21 is a hit. And then I'll hit him again. 27. 27's a hit. And we will say that that is zombie number one. 
Uh, that'll be 21 points of damage. Damn. All right. And then with my bonus action, I'm going to shove the other one okay. with my shield master. Uh, and that's going to be a sh- athletics versus athletics? Yep. Got an eight. Uh, I want to roll a flat 12 plus All right. whatever. So you push him back 10 feet? Uh, t- or, yeah, I think it's 10 feet. Or are you knocking him to the ground? Which one are you doing? Uh, I'll knock him down to the ground. All right. So he goes prone. Keth, you bash this zombie twice with your hammer that's in front of you, and then you take your shield and push him to the side, and he falls down to the ground. And after Keth, we are on to Astra. Okay, I'm going to take out my mace and say, you bit him! (laughs) (laughs) And go for the zombie closest to me. Alright, so you're going to run into the room and... Yes, Astra rushes in. Astra rushes in. 20. That's a hit. It's and a hit with the mace of turning. Yep. Yeah, yep. dude. That is 15 damage. 15, 15, whatever damage does to undead. Uh, I guess radiant. radiant. I guess we'll say it's like a radiant oh. burst from the mace. Uh, so you hit him and then like a radiant energy burst. And we'll call that zombie number three since it's closest to me. So it'll be one, two, three, and 15. All right. After Asher, we're on to Felomir. You bit him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will cast Shillelagh. All right. And uh, turn around and uh, jab at the zombie man that bit me. Okay. 28. 28 is a hit. For 13 damage. 13 damage to zombie number three. And uh, this is just force damage or something with Shillelagh? Or? Well, I guess it would be bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, so you turn around and whack him across the forehead with your staff. And then he reaches at you and tries to claw. It is the zombie's turns. 20. That is a hit. And then he does another claw for a 15. Also a hit. And then he tries to bite for a 14. Also a hit. Oh, my God. That's some strong ass zombies. <laughs> I'm an old man. Or, or fast zombies, <laughs> They're I guess. fast. My AC is 13. Uh, that is going to be 14 damage, slashing and bludgeoning. I don't know if I need to specify each. No. Only fire for me is my resistance. All right. And then uh, the other zombies attack you, Keth. The one that you knocked prone stands up. They have advantage also. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, so it's going to be four claw attacks and two bite attacks. Bring it on. Did you rage? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 19? Nope. 18. Nope. 20. Yep. Defen- no, nope. Defender wins. Defender wins. Uh, 17. Nope. And this is going to be the bites. Uh, 19. Nope. Damn. And 10. Nope. Bobbing mm, and weaving. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck him. I'm on the rope of dope. Uh, I'm not going to lie. They have a plus three attack. They do a lot of attacks, but it's only a plus three to their hits. Uh, making me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, you dodge and weave, and they're just, like, clawing at you. And we'll say, like, they you hit them away with your shield and, like, parry with your hammer and just doing everything you can to deflect this, like, rage attack from them. Uh, and after the zombies, it is going to be to Finch. Okay, um, I have a question. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember. So with Sharpshooter, just as a regular feat that I have now, does that mean, like, I didn't have to worry about, like, hitting friends if I was shooting? I don't have to say I'm using Sharp. Correct. You passively can shoot an arrow without using Sharpshooter and ignore 
cover. Three okay. quarters cover? Yeah, three quarters cover. So uh, as I'm still feeling a little queasy, um, I'm going to get down on a knee and take out my crossbow because I feel like with it's got a little bit more wood base to it. I feel like I'll have a little better aim, and I'm going to like kind of pull it up and try and squint an eye and look, and then I'm going to turn my head to throw up, <laughs> and I'm going to delay. <laughs> oh, you're going to delay? Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. Sweet. You're playing that, I see. Yes. All right, I love it. Uh, after Fitch, we're on the door. I'm gonna walk up maybe about 10 feet. Like, I'm just gonna walk up next to Finch. Okay. We'll say that. On the other side of the puke bottle. <laughs> yeah. With my hand over my mouth and just like take my hand from over my mouth and just look at him and go like, uh, you are the warrior, you're true. I believe in you. <laughs> Give you a bardic inspiration. All right. Guy. Okay. And that is like a plus to my shooting, you right? You have a D8 to your attack roll. To my attack roll. Okay. How will that work with a disadvantage? Because I will take my shot now. Uh, you'll just add the D8 to whichever, if to the attack, if you so choose. Yeah, you don't have to do it now. Yeah, you can You can choose to save it. So, like, say you roll a two. Mm-hmm. And you know you're going to miss. So the, you might as well just probably, like, not use it. Mm-hmm. If you roll a 10 and you're not sure if you're going to hit... Then you can use it, but I think it lasts for a whole minute or something. Okay, like that. I think it's ten minutes at least. Yeah, the next ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you can hold on to it for a very long time. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and take my disadvantage shot with the crossbow now. All right. Seventeen. Seventeen is a hit. Ten damage. No. Uh, okay. So you you get your sneak attack because there's an ally within five feet. You get your Colossus Slayer because he is injured. I, I thought it did. I not, do I have to call Colossus Slayer? You don't have to no? call that. It's automatic if they've taken any damage. Oh, okay. I so you said get it. another D8. I thought I had to say it. Yeah, dude. Well, if you forget, then, you know, yeah. it's on you. But. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be another D8 and another D6. And it's also a D10, not a D8 for the crossbow damage, right? No, it's a D8. 13 damage. 13 piercing damage. All right. You take a shot and it flies right past Astra underneath her, like her armpit, and pierces the uh, zombie right in the chest. And this was zombie three, and you said 13 damage? Yes, sir. Uh, still standing. But I do, after he does that, just want to look at him with my hand over my mouth and just give him a <laughs> thumbs up. I'll like spit to the other side and give him a <laughs> nod. <laughs> All right, after Finch, it's the end of the round, so we're going back to the top of the order with Cat. All right, going to keep uh, keep attacking recklessly. All right, we're going to go for that number one again. Yep. 27. 27's a hit. And 25. 25 is also a hit. 24. 24 bludgeoning damage. And then I will once again shove... This time I'm going to shove him back into the room. Uh, I guess number two with my bonus action. All right, so you're going to shove zombie number two again? Yep. All right. Athletics versus athletics. Critical. Uh, Yeah, I guess he would win that. It's uh, 19. All right. So, yeah, he withstands the shove and keeps standing on his feet. And then Astro, it's your turn. I'm going to, again, take a hit at the nearest zombie. All right. I'm going to use Tides of Chaos. That is a 14. Oh, Defender wins. Bummer. Um, I, but because you, usually in a Defender win situa- situation, uh, you usually make contact with the weapon. 
I will let you do the turning damage, but not the weapon damage. So whatever the extra damage is to zombies, I'm letting you roll. A weapon. All right. He parries with his forearm, and you see like the uh, the turning damage happen, and like kind of decays his arm a little bit, but he does not fall. After Astra, we are back onto Felomir. I will make another attack with my shillelagh spear. All right. Twenty-one. Twenty-one is a hit for seven damage. And this is also the third zombie. Uh, yes. Zombie number three. Oh man, he's looking weak. He like kind of fall, like you hit him in like the top shoulder, and his arm actually falls off. Cool. Uh, but he is still standing, and he kind of takes his claw and comes right back at you with that one-armed claw. And I'll say that he doesn't get two claw attacks this turn, just one. He does not get advantage on you, so it's ten. Let's miss. And then the bite for a critical. Ooh. The critical is going to be for seven damage. Ow. And then, Keth, the two zombies attack you with advantage again. Yep. Uh, so it's going to be four claw attacks and two bites. Bring it. Uh, 20, so Defender wins. wins. 11, 21. Hey, you got me. <laughs> so one claw hits, and then here's the two bites, a critical. Oh, shit. And a 21 again, so the oh, two shit. bites and one claw. Twenty-five damage, and you're raging, and it's bludgeoning and piercing total, or bludgeoning and slashing. So you would cut it in half. So twelve, rounded down. Die, bend me again! <laughs> All right. After the zombies, we are on to Finch. I'm going to noticeably struggle trying to load another bolt into this crossbow because I'm feeling so weak right now. All right. That, uh, you know, I almost gotta like use my foot to like stick it in there and then use both hands to pull the draw the string back then I'll get it in there and I'll, I'll pull it up again and kind of get double vision for a second and then start to hone it in and uh I'm gonna use sharpshooter okay 11 11 is a miss ah. the bolt does not hit anybody because you would not do that with the sharpshooter feet but it does skid across the ground and kind of goes down the hallway and after Finch we are on to Dorth. Um, the zombie that is attacking Felomir. Okay. I am going to look at him and use a vicious mockery. All right. I'm going to say, you're just mad because you're losing your hair and your stench is so bad. You're puking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's a wisdom save. It's a wisdom save for him. Yes. Yes. And he has a negative two to that. But it's a 15. Oh, he fails. Oh, wow. All right. DC well, was 17. Damn. Yep. It's going to be three damage. All right. That one only needed one damage. Nice. Oh, my God. That's His why his arm explodes. fell off. Um, <laughs> What'd you say? So he does go down to zero, but he has undead fortitude. And when he drops to zero, he takes a con save. And it's DC of five plus the damage done, which was three, you said? Yes. So it's, he has a DC of eight. Oh, my or God. Or he goes back up to one he HP. He turns into a fire giant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is a con save. And I got a 10. So not enough damage from the vicious mockery to keep him down forever. What the fuck? <laughs> huh. 
after Dorth, we're back at the top of the round with Kath. Cool. Uh, attack and reckless. 27. 27 is a hit. 24. <laughs> That's also a hit. I don't think I've ever heard you say anything less than 20. Yeah, he like... has not rolled anything lower than a 20 <laughs> on attack. 27. 27 damage. And once again, I'll shove the other one, number two. Okay. And this time I'll try to shove him to the ground again. I got a six. Probably, oh, oh, seven. <laughs> All right, you knock him to the ground. And you said 27 damage to zombie number one, which puts him as dead. And the DC to come back to life would be 32. So he cannot succeed on that. So he, you just bash his head in and he just kind of falls to the ground. But unfortunately, whenever you do bash him, it explodes, emitting a poison cloud in a 10-foot radius. Uh, so that's going to be Kath and Felomir. Give me constitution saving throws. 15. 19. 15 defender wins, and you're the 15th. You're the defender. Uh, so you are not affected by this poison cloud. <laughs> <laughs> After Keth, we are on to Astra. Um, is the poison cloud just kind of stagnant? No, it, it like poofs and then goes away. Okay. All right. I'll go for another hit with my Mace of Turning. All right. It is a six. Advantage. You're still flanking, so, so advantage. advantage. Oh, sweet. That is a six. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, yeah, you miss completely. Don't even make contact with him. <laughs> Uh, your training with Keth is starting to look pretty bad right Damn. now. Damn. <laughs> You're making Keth look you need bad. your staff back. So embarrassing. <laughs> After Astro, we are onto Felomir. All right. I'm going to go back into this dude with my shillelagh. All right. Critical. Critical is a hit. Roll that d20. Seven. Max damage. Okay. So that would be... 16, 22 damage. Uh, yeah, you knock this guy in, and this is the one that had one HP remaining, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that brings DC 5 plus 22, 27. Uh, he cannot succeed on that, so he implodes. Oh. <laughs> but a poison does emit from him in a 10-foot radius as he dies, which will affect all three of you in the hallway. So Astra, Keth, and Felomir, give me constitution saving throws. Oh, thank God. Well, nine. 14. 18. Keth and Astra, you are affected by the poison this turn. And Astra, you are poisoned for four hours. Fuck. Keth, three hours. So now you have the poison effect on you, which again uh, has di disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Sorry. <laughs> Am I like um, damaged at all? Nope, not damaged, just poisoned. All right. Just have the condition of being poisoned. This is the one that was able to get back up, right? Yes. Okay. And he is dead now. Uh, so the only one that is remaining is the prone one that is inside of a cell block. So it cannot be seen from where Finch and 
Dorothar for sure. Astra, you probably can't see him either. Felomir, you might have a glimpse at him. Like into the doorway, basically. And that was the Felomir's turn. Mm-hmm. And so that zombie stands up and attacks you, Keth. So can we see him now? No, yeah. he's still in the doorway. Okay. Where Keth is kind of blocking it. So it's like looking down a hallway and he's like right in the door. They're fighting in the doorway, basically. Okay. And there's not actual doors there, right? No, there's not. So he attacks with advantage. 15 for one claw. Six for the other claw. 17 for the bite. None of them hit. And it is now Finch's turn, which you cannot see the zombie Finch. Okay, I'm going to use kind of my crossbow like a cane or almost like the rung of a ladder or something. Just kind of push myself up, you know, from my knee to try and stand up all weakly and stuff. And I'm going to stumble towards the doorway and kind of like put my arm on it and like try and look my head in. And then I'm just going to catch a whiff of the stuff and just turn around and start puking. (laughs) And I'll delay. Doris Vinch is puking in front of you. I'm going (laughs) to... I guess I would take an evasive step away from the puke. (laughs) So I guess uh, towards the hallway more. And uh, can I at least assume that there is a zombie there? Yes. I think we've done vicious mockery before where like you weren't able to see them. It's just that they have to be able to hear you. Okay. In that case, I am going to use another vicious mockery. Stay down, you fiend. We'll turn you to a viscous cream. (laughs) Hey, that's a wisdom save. Yeah. Critical miss. Nice. Which means you roll on the critical chart. Ooh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's a one. (laughs) It's a normal critical. Nice. (laughs) So just uh, extra dice? Just an extra die. Three or four, actually. Plus seven damage. Seven psychic damage. Keth, he's standing in front of you, and you just deflected all these attacks, and then you see his head go, (laughs) and he lets it a little weird scream, and then it's your turn to attack. So what would it take for me to grapple with him and move him to the far corner away from everyone? I would say that that's just going to be a grapple versus grapple. I'll go with that. Okay. And then maybe like half my movement speed to move him. Which is going to be plenty to get get him there. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, I'll do that then. All right. Uh, eight. Uh, uh, rolled a flat 17. So. All right. Uh, yeah, you pick him up and you wrestle him into that back corner for one action of your two actions. Yep. Or two attacks. And then I will attack him. All right. Recklessly. Let's see how's disadvantage. Crit. Ooh. Uh, you have disadvantage. Oh, I have disadvantage. Poison. Oh, poison. yeah. So re-roll those two again. Or, or you just, just one. take the, the lower one. Crit. <laughs> <laughs> can't take that away from me. <laughs> you tried, but you failed. Wait, you you got a crit with disadvantage. Yeah, I saw it. Like, well, that's, no, because no, I'm has, attacking recklessly, so I, I just attack. I just re-rolled one dice. That's crazy. So he was attacking recklessly, so he had advantage. He's already got disadvantage from being poisoned, so I made him re-roll. Okay. Because okay. he one rolled dice. two. You still rolled two crits in a roll. Yes. Yeah. In a roll. And then roll, he rolled one roll. die and got a critical after I called him out on that shit. I like it. <laughs> All right, give me roll the d20. <laughs> 14. 14 for bludgeoning is going to be max damage with an extra die. And I already get an extra die, so... Ooh. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah, uh, 8, 16, that's the bonus damage, plus 24, plus, uh, plus 16. 56. Yeah. With one hit? So it's uh, 
A D12, D... D8. D8. So you get 2D8 for a critical. 16. 3D8 for the extra die. 4D8 for Savage Attacker. 36. So that's 32. 32 plus 16 for my... Oh, sorry. Plus 8 for my... So uh, 40 damage. Yeah. 40 damage does not kill him. What? He's only been hit once, and it was by the uh, psychic attack from Dorn. So 40 damage. You do hit him really hard, and I'll say that it, like, it kind of caves in his chest because you, you pushed him into the corner and then you reared back with your hammer and like maybe did a baseball swing into his chest and it just kind of like pushes him more against the wall and so much so that he's already got disadvantage on his next turn I'm just going to say he loses his turn he, you just hit him so hard that he can't <laughs> recover from in this one round nice um, so after Keth we're on to Astra okay um is Keth like on him still yeah, Keth's like pinned him in the corner. Also, that one's dead right in front of you. This is the only remaining zombie. Is the one that Keth has pushed into the very back corner. I'm going to say, watch out, Keth, and then cast Sacred Flame. All right. Do you have to be able to see the target? Uh, on a creature that you can see within range. All right. So you will have to move in front of Felomir in order okay. to make that happen. I do that. You push past Felomir and uh, cast Sacred Flame, and he does a dexterity save, I believe. Yes. For a critical. So he just steps to the side as the radiant energy comes down from the sky and pierces through the subterranean, sub-aquatic prison. And uh, he, you miss. After Astro, we're on to Felomir. I'll say that you can see him through the doorway. Okay. But he is three quarters cover right now with Keth pinning him against the, pinning him into the corner. Um, I will delay my turn. All right. After Felomir, we are on to the zombie. Get him, Kath. But he doesn't have his turn because he is stunned from the massive attack from Kath doing his thing. And that means we're on to Finch. Well, I guess I'm done throwing up, but probably just looking down the hallway. I don't think there's much I'm going to do. I'm going to delay. All right. Doroth? I am going to look to Finch and be like, you okay, bro? Uh, I'll look back down on him like, oh, my stomach's can't get much emptier over here and just look very pale and queasy. All right. I'm going to take another step back, I guess, further into the hallway and delay. Oh, can you move and delay? I mean, usually we use delay to, uh, like, delay use your action. turn later in the turn, in the round. You're the last, last. in the round. Oh, um, Technically, there's not even a delay, actually. Yeah, there's really no. not a delay in 5e, but we do it anyways because I think it's convenient. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I'm just going to... I don't have to take an action, right? I you can don't just have move. to. Yeah, you can just move. Yeah, I'm just going to take a further step back and end my turn. All right. After doors, we're back at the top of the round with you, Kev. Keep bashing. All right. Uh, attacking recklessly, which means I only roll one dice because yep. I'm disadvantaged with that poison. Oh, I think I finally missed. 15. That's a hit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 12. 12. 12 damage. Uh, you want to attack again? Uh, yeah. 19. All right. That's a hit. For nine points of damage. So that does put him below zero. Nine plus five. DC 14 for if he comes back to life. 15. Nice. <laughs> Goes back to life with one HP. Astra, it's your turn. Is Keth still on top of him? Yep. I mean, not like on top of him. The sacred flame works if that's what you're trying to do. 
because it only covers a five foot square. She could move in too, right? She could if you wanted to melee I him. I could, but I don't want to get double poisoned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to cast. Save your flame. Yeah. All right. One. Dexterity save for him. Eight. So you succeed on this attack. Sweet. 11 damage. All right. That puts him down below zero again. And then it's a DC Come on, of Dave. 16. Just let it be over. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Oh, wait, it's radiant damage. <sighs> and with undead fortitude, you can't he can't save against radiant or critical hits. Good. Cool. Jesus So Christ. he's dead. He burns up into radiant energy. Jiminy Cricket. So, does he blow up? <laughs> oh, yeah, he does blow up. Nice. And it's a 10-foot radius, which means, Astra, you're in it. Yep. <laughs> Give me a constitution save, Astra, and go. 19. It's a success. 15. Defender wins. Defender wins. All right, so you are poisoned for four hours. You're poisoned for three. That's the end of combat. I am immediately going to go back to the center room Okay. And cross yeah. my arms again. Yes, right. I'm going to usher everyone out and close that fucking door. Okay. I want to look around. Okay, I'm going to lock Felomir in that <laughs> room and close the door. Doesn't smell that bad. Yes, it does. Well, just wait over there, and I'm going to investigate the room. Okay, Felomir, give me an investigation check. Meanwhile, I would like to um, cast... Uh, lesser restoration on Kath and Finch. Okay. So, Kath, your poison has been cured. Finch, your poison has been cured. Oh, thank you, Astra. Gosh, thank you so much. Astra makes things less awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Felomir, what was your investigation check? Six. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, you can't deal with the stench of the room, and you look around as much as you can, but then you just try to get out as soon as you can. There's, there's nothing in there. Shut the door. I'm shutting the door. All right. You shut the door. Are you sure there wasn't anything in there, Felomir? I didn't find anything, though. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure you don't want to go back in the stinky zombie room? I mean, there wasn't anything in there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you close the door. And the only remaining door in the center room is door D. So 1D, which is the west door. Well, we got we got one more option. So we might as well check it. So you walk over to the door. Who's open? who's going for the handle? What's the handle look like? The door to the room has a latch handle on the right side. Hinges visible on the side of on the left side of the door. The latch handle appears to be pushed down to turn open, and it's currently at nine o'clock. <sighs> I'm gonna open the door. Uh, when you attempt to open the door, it is locked. It jiggles, but it's locked. I think this one's locked. What's the door made out of? Metal. Metal. Can anyone pick a lock? I don't know how. I mean. I'm proficient with thieves' tools, but I do not have thieves' tools. Are uh, <laughs> lock picking kits and thieves' tools? Yes. All right. Well, I think I can handle this one. All right. I'm Give me a dexterity check with proficiency because you're proficient with thieves' tools. Twenty-six. That is a success. You take some. It takes you about ten minutes because this is a very difficult lock. But you are able to unlock it and then pull the handle and you get it to like eight o'clock to confirm that it is working. Okay, can, I didn't um, want to force you to open the door. Yeah, but. no, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, I'll, as I say, like, yeah, no, I got it. Okay, so you're opening it. Mm -hmm. All right, so you open up the door. And uh, Thelamir, as the door is open, 
something triggers for you. And it's something I like to do with your detect magic. When the doors open, you feel this like strong magic about the room. And you feel the need to tell everyone. Oh, God. Oh, guys. Whoa. What? There's something magic in there. And as you say that, and anybody that has a response in their head surface thought-wise, you say it. What kind of magic? What is it? Whatever your surface thoughts are, you say them. You just want us to continue doing this? <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, do you think it's an orb? What kind of... what? What do you I mean, magic? Why are we still Do you know the here? color of the magic? I really like magic. I want to know what it is. I mean, is there any? Is it the kind of magic What's that I shouldn't go in there for? So uncomfortable right now. I'm really thinking I'm gonna go in there. Is it more zombies? The door, but it still okay. stinks in here. I, all right, here I'm going in there. I don't know if there was anything in that other hallway. I, I got really nauseous and stopped looking. I had my loot right now. I just don't understand. Are you serious? I wonder what was in there. I don't know. I didn't want to look like a fool. Are we gonna so check mean. it out? Uh, I'm not mean. Then she said you were gonna go check it out, so you walk inside of it. Uh huh. I think I think I heard in the mess of that yeah. that Finch was the first one to say. I just kept thinking me. that I wanted to walk in, so I think I eventually started to walk in. Yeah. Give me an investigation check. What is going on right now? Christmas. <laughs> Astra, you said it too, I think. Yeah. Uh, so Astra, you follow him in and give me an investigation check. With advantage? No, I have disadvantage. Fuck. Where's she going? Where are you going, Astra? I don't, know. I don't think there's anything in here. <laughs> there's definitely something magic in there. That is a 10. Uh, that's a fail. Well, maybe what? the area is just magic. Doesn't mean there's something in there. Look, I can detect Why things. Just Let me look. Uses lock to pick the lock on the I'm hatch. starting to think I want to check out that other room again. <laughs> Fellow there, you said you want to check it. it. Fellow you want to say you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nine. Why are they still looking in that room? I don't There's got to be something in that room. Look at the room now. Everybody's looking at the room. I want to look at the room. I'm gonna go. I swear there's something should, magic in I here. I wish they get out of my way so I can look in this room. I'm and I'm just gonna yeah, stand man. in the middle of this cell block with my hands on my hips, just looking around. Did you so find loud. anything? Huh? Did you find anything, Felomir? There's something in here. Are you Everyone's sure? So I want to see what's in there. I think maybe you're all, you're kind of off kilter. I, I don't. There's nothing in here. I'm gonna go look in the room. I'm gonna go look. I think in the that room. both you said it too. <laughs> all right, so the two of you do it both with advantage because you're helping each other. <laughs> okay. Wait, we both roll? Yeah, you both roll with advantage. I need this to end now. <laughs> <laughs> what are we What are we rolling? Investigation. Investigation. What do you see? What's in there? I got a 12. There? I got a 21. Uh, 21 is a success. So, Doroth, as you walk around and you start checking out the cell rooms, you find a small coin that has a, an arcane rune on it. I think it has something to do with this. Let me see that magic item. Is that a... A, co a coin? Is it gold? I mean, is that, how is that going to help us down here? What's that there, simple? How do you turn this off? <laughs> There's no ale down here. What, what good is a coin? <laughs> I'm going to bring it out of the room. Okay, so you bring it out of the room, and uh, I'm assuming everybody's crowding around doors, screaming, <laughs> yeah. screaming, their, <laughs> screaming their service. Just let me see it. Uh, do you all close the door? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. All right, so... Uh, do Felomir, give me an Arcana check, I guess. Critical. He's so smart. I just like how he always knows what the magic <laughs> stuff does. He thinks he knows everything. Whoa, whoa, yeah, I mean, maybe if you let me hold it, I could figure it out too. There's a whole part of life that he does not guys, understand. He's guys, not I, that have smart. A, I have a confession to make. I didn't search that other cell block thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> I got really nauseous. Um, well, I'm glad you said that as you find this out because it's a very strong zone of truth. 
Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the coin, the room. When you do uh, detect magic, you feel you figure it out with that. But the coin matches the school of magic transmutation for the hatch. I think this coin will help us get into the hatch, but we need to close that door. Are you sure? How do you know? <laughs> I'm going to close the door, I say, and then go close the door. As you close the door, y'all do y'all no longer feel the need to say your surface thoughts. Oh, it's close the We all got to look at each other. <laughs> what was that? I didn't like that. I believe it was a zone of truth. So you didn't really search the other room? No, not, no. You know what? I kind of really do appreciate the honesty. I feel like I'm a lot closer to you guys, and I'm just going to, like, open the door to the, the room with the, the stench in it and just throw the coin in it. Like, wait, 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 wait. Go yeah. find it now. Why did you do that? So you'll search the room thoroughly. <laughs> Oh god! What a dick! <laughs> I'll go. I'll push past them. And go I'm gonna the go room. open the zone of truth door. Again. <laughs> oh my god! That was rude. Are you really? I'm gonna crack it and then close it. <laughs> I'm gonna let everyone get one good sentence out and then I'll close it. Well, how do you like these apples? <laughs> oh, far the court. You're lucky I don't drag you in there with me. <laughs> what was that about apples? Yeah, where are the apples? I'm closing the door again. All right, so you're going to look for the coin. Cup. Yeah. All right, give me a perception check. D- uh, no, it's a crit mouse anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't oh. handle the sticks. I'll uh, follow him in there out of sheer willpower. I, I, I'm going to go, too. <laughs> All right, give me perception checks. Perception? Yeah, because it's in the hallway. You just got to find it. Critical. All right, you find it. 27. Wait, no, 17. Thelomir finds it. You pick up the coin. But are you also investigating the room? I'll investigate the room on our way out. All right, so give me an investigation. I'll help him. Give him the advantage. 15. Uh, As you investigate the cells as you leave, uh, you do find a small little brass key. Oh, wow. Wow. I figured there had to be a key in there, but. Oh, my God. I'm going to hold on to it. All right, so you hold on to the small brass key and you exit the room. And close the door behind so you don't have to smell it. And you're at the hatch, I guess. Well, I found a key mm. when I investigated the room this time. Well, allow me to guess what that key goes to. Probably this door. I'll walk over to the zone of truth door. If you open that door again. <laughs> I'm not going to open it. Uh, I will walk, however, to uh, any of the other doors. We'll say 1A and check the key okay. in that door. Uh, yeah, you walk over to 1A and you put the key in the keyhole and you try to lock it from the outside and it does successfully lock. Cool. I'll check 1B too, just to be sure. It also works on 1B. Seems to be a universal brass key for locked prison doors, locked cell block doors. Well, I think this will open all our other cell blocks. All right. So what's next? Um, guess check out this hatch. Yeah. I'll walk over to the hatch and, um, hold up the coin to it and kind of inspect it. Okay. And uh, give me an investigation check on the hatch. 21. Yeah, as, uh, whenever you do an investigation check for the first time on the hatch, uh, next to the handle, you see a small little indention in the metal that is about coin-sized. Does it look like I have to let it go? The coin? Yeah. Yes. Fucking slot machine. No, okay. it's not. A, no, it's like a, a flat disc. Uh, okay, uh, cool. Um, all right, well, I think this will open uh, the, the hatch here. Everyone ready? Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. Probably prepare for uh, something. 
The smell light. can't get any worse. Well, I mean, I'm getting a little lightheaded. Oh, well. I'll just put the coin in. All right, you put the coin in there, and it glows visibly green for everyone, and you see that the coin melds into the metal of the hatch. And uh, you go to pull in the handle, and it does unlock this time with ease. All right. I'll start to lift it. All right, you lift it up, and you see a shift, uh, a chute going down with a ladder. How far down does it go? Uh, 60 feet. Well, looks like it goes down at about 60 feet, and I would assume the next level's down there. Probably so. I'll I'll go first. All right. Is Doroth light still on? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Well, then I'll go whenever. All right, so who's first? I am. Okay, so we keep in the marching order of Keth, Astra, Finch, Felomir, Doroth? Yep. As you climb down the hatch, or climb down the ladder, uh, it's the same kind of scenario as the first one. You climb down for 60 feet, and then you open up into a center area that is very similar to level one. Uh, there's four doors on the north, south, east, and west, which we will now label as 2A, 2B, 2D, and 2C. I don't know why I skipped C. Same, same layout as the first room. Is uh, the air better down here? No, it's actually still the same. Uh, still the same very shitty. Thin, yeah. Shitty, losing oxygen air. Oh, it's hard to breathe down here. Yeah, it is. It's hard to exist, period. And I'm going to cross my arms again and stand there. Well, we should probably get going. Which of these doors should we try? How about this one? I'll go to... <laughs> he, is, he is rolling a D4. Three, which will be C. All right, so you go to 2C. The door to the room has a latch handle on the right side. Hinges are visible on the left side of this door. The latch handle appears to be pushed down. The latch handle appears to push down to open. It is currently at nine o'clock. Okay, so I'm gonna hold up my buckler and then with my left hand try to lower the door handle. All right, you lower the door handle and it's locked. It's locked. I think you're gonna have to use that key you found. Uh, okay. Before that happens, I would like to. I assume there's a hatch as well in this room. There is. I would like to inspect it. Okay. It's got the same setup where it seems to have an indention next to the handle where mm. some sort of magical coin needs to go. Okay. And it does have the transmutation school of magic on it as well. Well, this hatch looks similar to the last one, so everyone keep your eyes out for a coin. And then I'll walk over to 2C. Okay. And uh, insert the key. All right, so you insert the key and unlock the door. Are you opening it? I will back away and let Keth, in his ready position, do what he's gonna do. Yep, I'll right. slowly open the door. When you open the door, you all lose your breath momentarily again. The air is getting even thinner, and the area is now uncomfortably hot. Give me a constitution saving throw, everyone. Crit. Crit. Wow. Uh, 19. 15. 18. All right, you all succeed. No one has to take any sort of condition problems or anything. I don't know what to call this because it's a hit die or exhaustion again. Uh, so inside of 2C, uh, you look around and the cell block appears to be empty like some of the others up on the level, on level one. It looks empty in here. Well, wait, hold on. Would someone like to expect, inspect the room thoroughly? Well, well yeah, I was, I was gonna look around. You didn't give me a chance. I meant, I meant there's nothing like gonna hit, attack us. Okay. Like those zombies smell really bad. I'll start looking around. All right. Give me an investigation check. Uh, I'll follow him in and assist. Who has the higher investigation skill? Minus plus two. 
Minus plus one. one. All right, so Felomir, take the advantage. And I will also detect any magic in the area. 16. You do not find anything with your investigation check, nor your detect magic. I think it's empty. I'll uh, say from in the middle of the cell block. All right. Well, why was it locked? Can I look around, assuming I didn't go in, to see if any of these door handles aren't facing to the left, the other three doors? Uh, in this level, they are all in the nine o'clock position. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It might have. I mean, it's, it is a prison. Maybe it was just left locked. Actually, also give me an investigation check with that. Sure. Seven. You do not find anything. Cool. Well, I guess we should try a different door. Let's keep going. All right. Where are you going next? A, B, and D are left. Go counter or go clockwise. Clockwise, yeah. yeah. So you're going to D? And I'm going to close C. And you close C. All right. So you go to pull the handle on door D, and it is locked. It's locked. It's locked. It's locked. I will put the key in the keyhole. All right. You put the key in the keyhole, unlock it. And then we'll do the same thing as last time. I'll back away. Yep, right. and I'll open it slowly. Right. So as you open door D, the door, when opened, makes you extremely short of breath, and it is now obvious that everyone is sweating. Give me a constitution saving throw again. Eight. Sixteen. Eight. Ten. Crit. All right, so Astra, Doroth, and Felomir choose to remove one of your highest hit die or take a level of exhaustion. Uh, yeah, we're hit gonna die. do the HD. hit die thing. No one is trying to fuck with exhaustion <laughs> at all. Nope. Is anyone still poisoned, Astra? Yep. Oh, you oh. should be taking disadvantage, but I mean, you already lost anyway, so. Yeah. I'll uh, slowly open it to, to look. Okay, so you slowly open it and you have the same scenario as C. It seems to be completely empty. It doesn't look like there's anything in here. And I'll walk in. Uh, I guess we'll just repeat yeah. what we've been doing. I'll investigate and detect magic. All right. I'll help. 18, investigation. You do not find anything with neither your investigation nor your detect magic. Yeah, yeah, I think it's empty. Did you find any clean air in there? Uh, certainly not. Rats. All right, so A and B. Yep, move to A, I guess. All right. The door to this room has a latch handle on the right side. Hinges are visible on the left side of the door. The latch handle is currently at nine o'clock. Try the door handle. It is locked. It's locked. It's locked. I'll just go and unlock it. Okay, you unlock it. Are you opening the door? No, I'll back away. Before I open the door, I'm gonna pull out my water skin and just start chugging. <laughs> yeah, uh, part of the sweating scenario is y'all are kind of getting dehydrated. Yeah, oh, I no. will also take a swig of water. May I? May I have? Just, have any water? Just a drink. Here you go. <laughs> I'll take a sip of my water. Skin. I'll uh, I'll toss him the water skin and then slowly open the door. Okay. Uh, as you turn the door handle and start to slowly open it, the door bursts open, knocking Kev back. This is considered a trap. Ooh, I give got me, some shit. Give me a strength save. Damn it. Would he not have detected that? Uh, it's not that kind of trap to detect. Yeah, I got advantage versus traps and spells. Yep. 17. 17 is a success. Uh, you take half of the bludgeoning damage as the door knocks you back. So the bludgeoning damage is five, so round down to two. 
and then everyone else give me strength saves against a tidal wave of water that is entering the room. Oh no. Bless it. You wanted oh, some water. God. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Just a drink, he says. <laughs> 13. 24. 7. 19. 15. All right. Doroth and Astra. You both are unable to hold against the water, this tidal wave of water, and it causes you to bounce across the room like go, like ping-ponging against the walls and stuff. Astra, you take seven bludgeoning damage. Doroth, you take seven bludgeoning damage as well. Wow, 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 wow. Um, and I believe that door C was closed. D never said she closed D. And now y'all open A, so that means two doors are open. So you currently have two feet of water across the floor. And it's continuous, continuing to... I'm sorry, three feet of water. And it's continuing to uh, flood the room? Uh, no, after about five minutes, it kind of like stills and it's just three feet of of water. It doesn't seem to be pouring out of the room anymore. So it's like just up to my, yes. my chest, basically? Yes. Okay. And everyone is pretty much soaked. Oh, what the hell? I'm going to go open that door that we already know nothing's in to try and let some water in there. Okay, so you're going to open up C. Uh, and that brings the water level down to two feet as the water rushes into cell block C. I'm going to go into room, was it room A with the flood? Yep. Uh, and look look around. All right, so walking it around in the room. And uh, I'll, um, I'll follow him as well. Okay, give me an investigation check. 19 and detect magic as well. Uh, you do not find anything with your tech, detect magic. With 19, you don't find any items, but you do find that there is a leak in the ceiling, and in over centuries of time, it appears this room has just filled up with water. Oh, well, I don't. I didn't find anything in the, the cell block, but there's definitely a leak in the roof. Do I see this? You hear him say it. Okay, I will go and cast mending. All right, you yeah. go and cast mending. The ceiling is no longer leaking, but you do ha still have two feet of standing water. Only one door left, guys. Oh, and that was another door that opened. The air is thinner, and it seems like the vacuum of the prison is becoming unstable. You hear the walls creaking. Give me a constitution saving throw. Hmm. Mm, yeah, this is a good. I wasn't ready <laughs> yeah, for it. This is some U571 shit. That is a nine. 13. 12. Critical miss. <laughs> 17. Uh, all four of you fail it. Remove a hit die or take a level of exhaustion. Oh my god. What was the penalty for exhaustion again? Uh, level one of exhaustion will be disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. So who succeeded? Uh, you. You're the only one that succeeded. Okay. Okay. Woo! And I'm just gonna <laughs> sit down in one of on one of the like the cots or whatever, the stone slabs. Okay. Just in this cell block. Okay. I need a minute. I'm gonna take my hat off and just wring it out and just put it back <laughs> on my head with frustration. And what hat is this? This is the one that says Superstar. Okay, just making sure. Because <laughs> um, I lost the other one. <laughs> what? So the spell were, or whatever it was where we could breathe underwater, how long was that? 24 hours. But you're not underwater. You're just in a vacuum of air. Oh, there's two feet of water underneath us. We could just go face down to breathe for a second and then come back out. That's true. Oh, wow. You know what? And if that's what? a thing, I'm fucking doing yeah, it. Yeah, let's just take a short rest, but like underwater. Everyone face down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we were just floating on their bellies. <laughs> well, it's only two feet. I feel like we're probably not even really floating. 
don't know, two feet. Yeah, I have a bad Maybe perception. So, yeah. <laughs> you can float. So are y'all taking a short rest for real? Uh, I'm actually okay. So yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. <clears throat> I've already lost a lot of my hit die. Yeah, how many have you lost? Three. Oh God. <laughs> I've lost two, and my health is decent, but I haven't casted any spells yet. So I don't want to waste a short rest. Yeah, I'm out of my level two spells. All right, we need to keep moving. We need to find what we're looking for. Get out of here. Perhaps another coin could be in that room. I hope so. It's got to be. We'll approach it and do what we've been doing, I guess. I'll wade over to behind Keth at the last remaining door. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about this one. <laughs> Actually, what I will do is put my ear against the door this time okay. with the tidal wave that came through. Maybe okay. maybe I'll hear some water rushing around. Give me a perception check. 11. You do not hear anything. I think it's clear. <laughs> is the door locked? Yes. I'll unlock it and back away. I'll open it slowly. All right. Hopefully. All right. So you open up the door and you look inside from this room. And it appears to be empty. But, Kath, I need a charisma saving throw. Oh, God. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's my lowest stat, too. 19. You feel calm and at ease. Honestly, more comfortable inside this room than outside. Hmm. I kind of like this room. Well, what's, what's in there? I don't, I mean, I don't see anything. I just feel at ease here. It feels nice in there? Yeah, it feels a lot better than it does in there. Oh my God. And I'm going to go in. All right. Quickly. Anyone else? I would follow Keth then if he goes in. Yeah. Anyone else? Said might as well. Ash, are you going in? Before I go in, I am expending um, three sorcery points for a level two spell slot to cure myself of uh, poison. Cool. Uh, and that means you're using sorcery points? Yes. Wow. Right in the left. Three times. <laughs> well, the three of you follow Keth and Astra's doing this for herself. So we'll do you first, Astra. Three D20s? No, uh, hundreds. The oh. D10s. JK. Three of them. That's three roll. Ooh. That's no, Ooh. just just one for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, just one for... Yeah. Okay. Oh, man, I was about to say... It's just about using to sorcery points in a turn. Not it's, per sorcery yeah. point. Okay. It's about to get real interesting yeah. in here. 92. If you die within the next minute, you immediately come back to life as if by the reincarnate spell. God yeah. damn it. Nice. Again? Yep. Uh, how, how long does this last? A minute. A minute. <sighs> oh. Which is perfect timing, maybe. Doris... Okay. Doris, uh, <laughs> Felomir, and Finch, give me charisma saves as you walk into the room. 12. 14. 6. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, nice. It's <laughs> not nice in here at all. <laughs> 12, 14, 6. Uh, Felomir, you feel calm and at ease. Honestly, more comfortable inside this room than outside. It does feel really good in here. Doris and Finch. Oh, I can't wait. As I start to walk in. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Is this considered magic? It is. I have twice save against magic. Gnome cunning. Okay. I forgot about that. Be sure we roll. Crit. All right. So, Dorth, you also feel calm and at ease. Honestly, more comfortable inside than outside. Gosh, I can't wait to get in there with you guys. <laughs> Finch in anger rushes over you. Everyone is an enemy. 
give me initiatives. You lied to 